What's up, family? Welcome back to the Stop Sinking Show. I have a bunch of guests today in the form of barking dogs outside. I live in India right now, and there's a bunch of stray dogs. I can't do anything about it. It's 2.30 in the morning, and they're barking. Can we deal with it? We're going to have to. Before I get started, I'm going to ask and allow my friends to remind you to please share this show. I'm trying to grow this show as much as I can this year. I want to reach more people. I'm going to try to bring on people that can talk to us about their struggles and how they've gotten to flow. And I'm asking that you please share this show if you've gotten something from it. Also, if you can rate it, I would love a five-star rating in Apple Podcasts or Spotify or wherever you listen to this. Thank you so much. Let's get started. This is an episode to allow myself grace and to those along with me that can relate. Often we beat ourselves up over not knowing better. I know I do. I always feel like I should have known better. And this is not an episode to justify ignorance. It's not a mind level knowledge gap that I'm needing grace for. We should always strive to bridge all hidden gaps with gathering information and knowledge. In most regards, there's really no excuse for not having that. But even after having gathered knowledge and having put yourself in the best possible position of knowing, there is still something that at the level of the heart, the level of emotions, the level of feeling that cannot be educated for in advance. You cannot simulate in your mind what it would feel like in your body to go through something. You can try it, but it will probably be 1% of the sensations. 1% of what the experience will actually feel like. So in a sense, on the level of feeling, our ignorance remains, despite what our mind has been seasoned for, no matter what it's simulated. This episode is to allow grace to that feeling, to that human body that is feeling all those sensations for the first time and trying best in real time to manage them. This is an ode and honor to the first time, the first time of how it actually feels, the uncertainty, the unknowing, the am I doing it right? And the, no, I'm failing at this. I suck. Why doesn't this match what I thought of myself? That first time feeling. What got me thinking about this is that my entire life, I've mentally prepared for what I've gone through this year. Mentally. As messed up as it sounds to anticipate calamity, maybe it's just anticipating the fragile nature of our human condition. As messed up as that sounds, because I was the youngest child, my father had me at a later age, at 38, which, side note, at almost 34 years old, with zero kids today, doesn't seem so late now, I was his third kid, I had to get my life together. Anyway, back to the main point. Being the youngest, I always knew, in my mind, 
And I always simulated the fact that at a certain point, I will have to stop living solely for myself and that I would have to be there to support my aging parents. And it wasn't until this year I was called for that job. And many people take this responsibility earlier than I do. Hats off to you. Because of financial reasons or because of the faster decline in their parents' health or maybe they just have one parent. God allowed me this time to develop. I wasn't called to this job yet. He allowed me this time to develop because he knew I wasn't ready yet. And that's not a trivial statement that God knew that I was ready now. And although I had anticipated it mentally, I didn't know what exactly it meant to be ready for this chapter. Not exactly. I have romanticized much for a long time about being strong and being able to step up in any dire situation. I had thought to myself that I would be capable, be single-mindedly present and fully able to contribute wholeheartedly. Boy, was I wrong about myself. Although I thought I was mentally prepared because I had anticipated this and simulated it in my mind, I knew this was a responsibility coming. I knew I would have to step up to my responsibilities at some point. When it came time to showing up, I showed up way less than I thought I would in that romanticized version of me. I wasn't fully present. There was times I was dreadful and resentful. There was many times I wanted to run away. Many times I just wanted to give up and return back to my normal life. Many times I would cry and pray for me to wake up from the nightmare. Many times I just wanted to escape, drown out the reality of what's going on, and restore some semblance of what I knew my independent life to be like. For my entire life, I have lived for myself, my adult life. I started working full-time at 16 years old. I lived on my own since I was 19. And although in the back of my mind, I knew I owed more of my existence to my family, I didn't live it as such. I lived entirely for myself. And in reality, the transition from that life to what I am living now, what I have been living in the past year, has been a drastic change. And the shift from which has not matched my romanticized version of me at all. I've almost done it kicking and screaming. At least inside. What I've realized and why I'm allowing myself grace. Why I propose you allow yourself some grace as well. Is that no matter what I may or may not have accepted as the ultimate role for myself to play for my family. That when it came time to actually doing it, it felt like the first time doing it. And I did it terribly. I did it poorly. I did it badly. I did it as an amateur. I did it like it was my first time. And that's okay. Because I did it. And now, I am more of a person than I was a year ago. Even more than that romanticized version of me. Even more able, even more capable, even more wholehearted. Because my doing, my showing up, has taught me 
and has been grounded in reality, even in doing it badly, has made me better in a real visceral way. There is a real tangible part of me that has been morphed into more capable, not just a fantastical part of me in my mind. God knew I was ready. I thought I must have been too. And realistically, I actually got ready while going through it. I became who I needed by doing it badly so that I can have a chance of doing it better. The point I'm trying to hit home is that your first time will always feel like the first time. It definitely doesn't feel like the second time doing it. You don't have the same perspective. Your body hasn't ever felt those sensations, has never been bent in this way. So allow yourself grace and don't expect yourself to be who you will be once you have gone through it. Who you are on the other side of having gone through something is a much different makeup. And it's not fair to put that pressure of performance, that development, that perspective, onto the one who has not yet begun. It's okay to stumble. Okay to do it poorly. No matter the amount of information you gather, it will all feel foreign until you actually go through it. Doing something for the first time always feels like the first time. Allow yourself grace. Having my parent go through cancer, what kind of role I'm supposed to play, how capable I need to be, how resilient in my emotions, how pursuant in the seeking of knowledge and facts to make treatment decisions, all of it cannot be prepared for in advance. It is literally developed on the way. And while being developed, it doesn't look pretty. It doesn't look graceful. It falls short of all measures of competence. All that is found while going through it, birthed as a consequence. And to broaden the scope of the examples, it is the same way with every other aspect of life. Starting my first business, what I'm supposed to do, how I'm supposed to behave and act on a daily basis, what matters, what to prioritize, what has priority. All of this can be educated for and gathered knowledge on. Trust me, I'm the guy that gathers too much information and knowledge. But the reality is the first time will never be or feel like the second time. Everything that goes into it the stress, the confusion, the decisions, the discouragement, the despair, the feeling lost on a daily basis, the feeling, all of it cannot be prepared for in advance. It is all meant to be experienced while in the thick of it, in the deep of it, while going through it, while it all feels new and unsettling. And only on the other side, where you have built up some actual, tangible, physical experience, can you start to have expectations of yourself.
can you start to monitor, improve, tweak, and adjust? You are free to allow yourself less grace on the second time doing something. Free to expect more from yourself second time to not make the same mistakes. And of course, the stakes are lower with a business because you can have a second time. Unlike the scenario I mentioned before where I have to care for an ill parent, the stakes are so high for me even the first time because you may not get a second time that we forget that it's still okay to do it badly. Still okay to allow yourself some grace. Maybe not as much grace as feeling at your first business, but nonetheless, you can't suffocate yourself under the weight of your romanticized expectations. You can insert your first time doing anything as an example here. Your first creative project, your first book, your first YouTube video or podcast, your first time being a parent, your first time losing a parent, your first time being a manager, your first time being a husband or a wife or a partner, your first time fill in the blank. The first time will never feel like the following times. And that's okay. You are doing just fine. Just allow yourself to feel it fully. Don't impose any expectations onto yourself. The information is coming from allowing yourself to feeling it fully and allow for it to come out however it comes out. It's funny because along with having my father be sick came managing his life and his finances. And I was laughing to my friend the other day because I was saying how managing someone else's life while you're failing to manage your own is not the height. There, is, there was no manual for how to go about doing this. It was just one detective mission after another, seeking clarity and answers so I can get up and get up to speed on what my father had been up to in his business dealings especially without him having the energy and mental state to explain that to me. I definitely did it poorly. I did it like it was my first time. The first time is humbling. You don't owe anyone an apology or explanation for your stumbling. And here's the exciting part of allowing yourself grace through the first time, especially if you didn't suffocate with the expectations and remorse. Here's the exciting part. Now, you're on to the second. Now you have more clarity. Now you know better. Now your body knows how it feels to go through it better. Now you can perform and show up better. Now you can match more of those expectations. Now you can teach someone else. Now you can be an example for someone else going through their first time. Now you can remind them to allow themselves grace. Now you are in a better place. Cheers to the you who hasn't yet begun. Cheers to the you on the other side. You are both equally as worthy. Love you, family. Don't forget to share this show. See you in the next one.